Welcome back to Sports Scene. Good lead-in because we're going to talk a little MLB right now. Always a pleasure to have ESPN's Tim Kirkchin, who, of course, you see and hear all the time, ESPN, ESPN.com. Tim, it's interesting, and in, in, uh, saying you're going to be on the air today, I got two email questions for you. So let me throw them at you from listeners. Uh, Steve says, who's going to win the National League East and why? Uh, well, you can tell Steve. I wish I knew the answer to that. <laughs> but I'm going to say the Braves are going to win the division. The Phillies can, of course, but their defense is really substandard, and they're running into a few issues here lately. They've lost four in a row. Very difficult loss last night. And I just can't see the Nationals making a big push here. Traded a couple of guys, which I think was the right thing to do. There's nothing to suggest in the way they played uh, that they're ready to run off 20 out of 25 and make a charge in this division. And I just like the energy and, of course, the talent on the Braves. And Ronald Cunha is still in this tremendous stretch here. And he's not carrying them by himself because there's so much talent on that team. So I'm going to say the Braves are going to hang on barely and win that division. But uh, I'm really not sure about anything in the National League right now. And uh, John uh, says, uh, huge Cubs fan, like the Murphy trade, but they're not hitting. Is this going to be a continued problem? Well, I think, you know, they were a really good hitting team until about two weeks ago, and then they've hit the skids when Chris Bryant got hurt, and they have to get him back. He's going to start a rehab assignment, and that's going to help. And Daniel Murphy's really going to help. He can really hit still hit basically 340 the second half of the season. He's a lifetime 413 hitter at Wrigley Field, and he's going to give Joe Madden so many more options now. On days that Murphy plays second, even though he doesn't play it very well defensively, uh, you can take Javi Baez and put him at shortstop. He's their best defensive shortstop. You can put him at third. He's their best defensive third baseman. So um, Joe Madden has so many moving parts. He might have too many but you'd much rather have more than not enough, and I think eventually this is going to be a very good offensive team again. Boy, Tim, I guess uh, I don't have a job to do here. I just got to be at Lou emails and says, glad to have Tim on. Could you please ask him, I am a closet Oakland A's fan. Did he see the A's being this good? No, no chance. I thought they would be a 500 team. I thought they would hit i thought they'd be better than people thought they would be and yet here they are one game out of first place in a wildly competitive division they can really hit just like i thought but they pitched way better out of the rotation than i think anyone could have suspected trevor cahill brett anderson now it's an amazing how they found some retreads for the a's and brought them in and they've done so much better and they've got a great bullpen now just filled with you know, young, powerful arms and closers and former closers. So I really like where the A's are. I don't think they're going to beat the Astros, but I think they're going to make the playoffs. And I certainly did not see that coming, say, in March. All right, I got a couple for you, Tim. Uh, the Giants. I, I respect Bruce Bochy. I mean, what they've done. But they have been like the Nationals to me. They've never really been in it they they think they are why haven't they started to dismantle as washington has 
Well, the Giants tried to dismantle, and then they looked at their situation and said, we're used to winning here. We sell out almost every night, and, we, and we've got the Warriors coming to play in San Francisco next year. We have to be competitive in order to keep our team and our fans together. But having said that, it hasn't worked again this year. And I think they're going to unload before the 31st of August. So if Andrew McCutcheon is dealt before then, I would not be surprised at all. Um, they don't have too many other movable pieces, frankly, but I just don't see them moving Madison Bumgarner. I don't think that's possible. I don't think they should, but they're going to, they're going to acknowledge that we can't make the playoffs with the team we have and they're going to go do something about it. Uh, two last questions, Tim. Tampa Bay has surprised me. I mean, I, I don't know if you asked a baseball fan if you could name, you know, three or four guys in that team, but they're, what, four or five games over 500. Have they surprised, and where do they go to try to be competitive in a division with Boston and New York? Well, they're better than I thought they would be, but I did not buy when they sold off some of their people, Evan Longoria included, in the offseason that they were going to win 60 games this year. I thought they had a chance to win high 70s, maybe even 80, and that's roughly where they are. But they can't run with the Yankees and the Red Sox, not with the situation the way it is, payroll, finances, everything else. And I don't know how they're going to catch up to those teams without getting a new ballpark and that's not going to happen in the next few years although they're really working on it um it's a tough tough spot that the rays are in and i think they've done a remarkable job this year players front office and manager to keep that team you know above 500 and very competitive when they're working behind the eight ball in a lot of ways final thing um i know boston leads the yankees by what eight nine games but I like Cle- where Cleveland sits because their division is so bad. They can basically tune up, get ready for the postseason, get their pitching right. Is that a big advantage for them? Yes, I love where Cleveland is. I don't love the league they live in. They uh, operate out of based on the how good the Astros, A's, Yankees, and Red Sox could be. But the Indians are going to win this division easily, obviously, and they can set everything right. They can get people healthy, and they need seating. They need as as many home games as they can get. But I love their pitching when it's right. I love what they did to upgrade their bullpen. I think they could have done even more, and I still think it's a very dangerous offensive team with those two switch hitters, Ramirez and Lindor, and now Edwin Encarnacion is starting to swing it better that's a very dangerous team and it just reminds us again the american league playoffs are going to be fantastic parting shot does jacob Degrom deserve cy young uh scenario here absolutely it's him it's max scherzer it's aaron nola and it's going to be a great great race um the way we've looked at numbers here in the last few years wins and losses aren't nearly as important but um Jacob DeGrom could finish 500. Jacob DeGrom could have 11 wins, let's say, at the end of the year. And if the rest of the numbers add up, that is, if he has a sub-2 ERA, has an ERA a half a run lower than anyone else, all of which is possible, he can win the Cy Young, and he should win the Cy Young. But I still think, at the moment, Max Scherzer is the Cy Young winner in the National League, but it is very close over Jacob DeGrom. 
Always great stuff when Tim Kirchin stops by talking Major League Baseball. Tim, thank you for your time. My pleasure. See you. You got it. Always love what he does. Tim Kirchin covers Major League Baseball, ESPN, ESPN.com. The guests roll in. Gator soccer, impressive in weekend one. We'll see if weekend two will be the same. Becky Burley joins us next. Stay with us.